five, four, three, two, one. I'm Bob Clark. I uh, directed, co-wrote, and co-produced uh, A Christmas Story. And Bob was kind enough to invite me, Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie, to join him in the audio commentary. Here it is, Bob. A Christmas Story. Yes. <laughs> a Christmas Story is actually a collection of the works of Gene Shepard. There is no one story. It's um, an amalgam of stories. The only through line in the movie, as often noted by critics, is Ralphie's quest for the... BB air rifle, and uh, otherwise it's a series of vignettes taken from the uh, stories of uh, Gene Shepard, and also he was on the college circuit. He used to tell these stories uh, as he went. There he is. And here's the house we were in. Uh, this was in Cleveland, right? In Cleveland, yeah. Yep. Great. That snow, every ounce of it you see was put Foam. down by us. No, it's actual water, frozen water. This is not the uh, digital age, nor the uh, high-tech. We put it down like frozen water. And here's the world-famous Higby's in downtown Cleveland. And this is the actual Higby's. A famous department store. <laughs> who let us totally tear their place apart for quite a few weeks. Downtown Holman was prepared. We all had a blast working there because this was just post-Christmas, I think, and they had um, kept the downtown square in all this uh, flavor for us. And we were shooting lengthy, lengthy nights, so we were on. We as kids, we were sleeping all day and then up all night, which I'm sure was a handful for Bob. Nope. As a matter of fact, it was it was joyful. Truly, it was. All the kids were incredible. They were not only professional, but they were so enthused and and intelligent. They were very good. Bob was smart. He, during the casting process, had brought us all up to Canada when he had a lot of us in mind and worked really hard with us over, it might have even been two days, um, in a sort of screen test format to get just the right chemistry between kids. And we really genuinely liked each other, and that was that's sometimes rare. Uh, we, all, we all had a blast. The odd story is that the very first young man considered for Ralphie was Peter Billingsley. Peter was already well on his way. What was that TV um, show you were hosting? Real, Real People. Real People. He was a host, one of the hosts of Real People on uh, one of the networks. I subsequently saw 8,000 other young men across North America for Ralphie, and one day I just sat down and I said, I had passed Peter over in my mind because oh, he's, too, he's too obvious. He's, everything was right. And I said, what a the hell am I doing? I went and looked at Peter's tape. I said, I must be crazy. He is Ralphie. And I called him and boom. I said, that's enough of that nonsense. I wasted Yeah, I had 7, gone 000. on an audition and I liked the script and you go on a lot of these things as kids and then I never heard anything. I thought, oh, I guess I didn't do that great a job. Mm-hmm. And then it was a couple months later that the uh, phone rang. Look at that. <laughs> what, what the heck was I doing? Still look the same. Yep. <laughs> Scott Schwartz. <laughs> ah, there it is. And there's the Scott Schwartz story. That's uh, Where is Scott these days? He, he survived. <laughs> no, just like the rest of us. There he is. Red Rider himself. 
In his hand was the knurled stock of as coolly deadly looking a piece of weaponry as ever I had laid eyes on. There you are, Bob. Oh, that's me. Never mind. Excuse me. We um, shot in Cleveland and in Toronto. We used Cleveland as our downtown, our house. Toronto was our interiors, um, essentially. Which was difficult sometimes because you'd shoot, well, some of the scenes coming up we can talk about, but when you shot, you had an exterior shot that was playing like in a uh, window. Mm-hmm. You'd shoot the, the outside part of that, and then two months later you'd be back on the stage trying to remember what you had done. That's true. Um, were, whereas this is in the stage, and then you know, when we look out the window. Yeah, the kicking and all the what's going on in front of us was staged, and then when you run outside, it was months earlier. It's an interesting process of film. This was a, a small-budget film. We did not have a, a great deal of money to create uh, a period 1940s when it was early 1983. So we had to use imagination and overcome the small budget, and that's a challenge filmmakers love. People tend to think of films featuring children as easy. They're anything but. But the attention to detail was amazing. I remember even in the kids' rooms, all the toys were old. There was nothing faked. It was... Everything was so well done. It was very easy to get into the mindset of it. Shepard's work is so uh, edgy. It's got so much, uh, I'd call, warm-hearted cynicism to it. Uh, Darren was perfect casting. I, how did you How did you cast Darren? Uh, was after, he always first in mind? Actually, who was first in mind was uh, Jack Nicholson, believe it or not. Really? I had uh, gone to meet with Jack. I had done a film called Porky's, which was a big hit. So I went to meet with Jack. They wanted me to do a film called Turn Left or Die at MGM, but they also gave Jack the script of Christmas Story. They didn't tell me till later that Jack really liked Christmas Story and might very well have done it. Well, they, didn't, they didn't want to pay Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. money for a Christmas Story. Jack is fabulous. I love him, but thank God he didn't. Darren is Darren, perfect. He is the old man. He sure is. Melinda, how did you cast her? Um, off of... Um, Close Encounters. Close Encounters. Yeah. That's all I needed to see. Talked to her, and she wanted to do it, so we done it. Name the great characters in American literature. Victor? Yeah? The Lone Ranger's nephew's horse? Meanwhile, I struggle for exactly the right BB gun hint. You would read a lot of this stuff to me off, off camera. Did I? Mm-hmm. I didn't remember that. Because Gene would, but sometimes Gene would oh, the elf. come oh, yeah. and go, the, the uh, narration, the, narration. You know, the script oh, girl doing it, yeah, which was which was challenging because yeah, no, I, I don't taking, have a lot of dialogue in this movie. It's, yeah, I remember taking it, uh, yeah, you do a lot of reacting to in your head. Yeah, you so much of it is just all this stuff thinking. <laughs> and Bob was, Bob was great. Yeah, I remember I, the, uh, the, literally the work is, although I co-wrote the script, it's substantially comes from Shepard's work as he created originally. Except, oddly enough, the narration. I probably We probably worked the narration more because we had to fit various pieces. Mm-hmm. All these little events are all part of the short stories or part of his... I remember at Princeton he told the... Uh, I forget what story it was, but he, it was 40 minutes. It's one episode. Um, but this is based on a short story in the book In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash, right? Um, a number, or, or they're all, all, all the books? Because he also all, wrote A Fistful of Fig Newtons. Yes. It's stories from all the books and stories that never were written from his college tour. 
I first turned on to Shepard in, I was in Miami where I was living at the time, and I got 1968, and I was driving through Coconut Grove, and he started to tell the story of the tongue sticking to the light pole. Mm-hmm. I was going to pick up a date, and I said, my God, I, this is wonderful. I'd never heard of him. I got to hear this. I'll just drive around the block. Well, he took 40 minutes to tell that story, the tongue. <laughs> I met a very, you were a little picked late. up a very irate date <laughs> who didn't give a crapola who Gene Shepard was and I determined at that time I will do a movie of this man's work and you know why this movie got made? Why? Because of the much despised porkies. There are starving people in China. Mothers know nothing about creeping marauders burrowing through the snow toward the kitchen where only you and you alone stand between your tiny, huddled family and insensate evil. Red Rider Carbine Action 2 on the shop range model air rifle. Lucky I got a compass in the stock. Well, I think I better have a look here. No now, you were always cool. You were, you were underplaying all the time. And look what you're underplaying, too. You can't overstate that's right. more. But that's classic Shepard. That's now, here's, here's one of these things where we were in the studio for one side and then not for this shot that's we're outside and then the reverse is in the studio is in the studio which was right. obviously a couple months so that is Month, then shot a couple months, months, months later. later yep that so happened continually that, that happened on a ton of the shots in the movie <laughs> that special effects spark on the guy's butt is was really a spark on the guy's butt <laughs> no CGI oh, curious. not a lot of special effects to talk about in the movie no <laughs> if it's a special effect it was done How did you at do the, the time. spark on his ass I that's amazing 83 technology. This yeah. is a pretty impressive stunt. This one looked a little painful. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, I think he missed once and then he got Yeah, it. he did. He fell off. Yeah. <laughs> and he nailed it. Adios, Bart. What if you do come back? You'll be pushing up daisies. Xing out the eyes was a... Everything was a trial. Good spit there, Peter. Thank you. Now, these yeah. fantasies... We had a lot more that didn't make it into the film. Some men are Baptists, others Catholics. There was a Flash Gordon sequence that we did. It probably a good chunk of the budget went into that thing because it was a huge set that they had built on the other side, and they had me in a little bikini, a little silver bikini, and I was palling up with a... With a, with a space hero? Right. Taking on a big alien with a gun? I cut it. I had complete control of the film. Mm-hmm. In the first running of the film, it should have been cut. It really mm-hmm. it wasn't. We were storied out, and we were ready to get on with our adventure. We had also cut a scene with Miss Shields coming to the house to oh, that's right. to tell them what an incredible kid you were and why you should get a, a Red right. Rider BB rifle. And we had a Santa Claus sequence, too, also on the roof. Oh, 
No, twerk, rattle, snap, rattle. No, Gene would write. Gene for me wrote this when I beat up the bully. He specifically wrote. Yes. And I remember the beginning. It's still there's a couple things in this movie that will not get out of my head. It was Crad and Rat, Snake and Hop, Puff and Snogger. That's it. And he wrote that out, and he wrote three cards and forced me to memorize it all. I, I told him yep. to about no he fake. Said, Don't just try to get through it. Yeah, you've got to actually. This is a lot of people's favorite head. scenes here. <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate to this. There's so much truth that Shepard caught. You know, he grew up in Indiana, and he. Uh, well, that was the thing about him. He wasn't writing. He was writing based on what he'd lived. Yes, with a with a peculiar Shepard spin. Spin <laughs> is right. Come on, Mom. We're gonna be late. All right, Ralph. My kid brother looked like a tick about to pop. What? What is it? What is it? For his audience, he clearly was a his appeal wasn't an intellect an intellectual audience. Although the New York show um, WR um, was pretty popular, but uh, PBS rather. But um, I think he would have a select audience. But I think yeah, he'd be just as relevant. The books are. He was a, well. His, his themes are timeless. Yeah, he's touching on classic Americana without. We never allow any sentimentality. We may get some affection, and it's full of warmth. The whole thing is, but it's got an edge all the time. Well, it's real. Someone wrote a review uh, saying just that. You think this is a sweet little story, and well, mom is you know kicking the crap out of dad, and dad's kicking the crap out of the kids, and the kids just went on like that. But everything was done. With that sense of heart, it's a payon to America. It really is, but not, not in a corny way. Yeah, that shocked people. Smartass. They didn't. Nothing was expected. They didn't expect, you know, oh, fudge and didn't bother anybody. Because he once saw guys come to a railroad track on a bet, and the fire department. You just wanted us to spend some time together and just act like kids. It was never written. Yeah. It was never. This stuff was always semi-improvised. We got it down first before. That's right. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen the movie in a while. This is actually fun. Yeah. Do you always do you always watch it every year during the 24 hours? I I tune in and out. Tune in. Just check out a couple minutes. It amazes me that uh, Someone told me, I read it in Variety, that 38.4 million people tuned in on that 20, yeah. sometime during that 24 hours. Do you have any idea? That's a sixth of the nation. 38.4 different people at different times. That's Cleveland. Oh, no, that's in... Um, Wasn't that in Canada? That's in Canada. That's yeah. up... Uh, I forgot the name of the town, about 30 miles uh, north of, uh, south of Toronto. We all, we all kind of had issues. a crush on her. Yep, she's a sweetie. We thought she was terrific. She's the wife of Don Shabib, who was a director, Canadian director. Good morning, class. When did we do this? This was in a real school? This was in a real school, yeah. When it the, was down over the Christmas break? Yep, that, that same school that uh, we just saw the exterior. Mm -hmm. The uh, kids were uh, remarkably good. They, uh, 
following their leader, Peter. But uh, <laughs> they were amateurs. They had very little experience. Ace of test pilots, the teeth. <laughs> it's interesting when you're doing a movie and not responding to a studio. They had no interest in it at all. They, we didn't even send them daily. So essentially the film that uh, you see is exactly the film that... Uh, this was this was pretty fun. This is a fake pole. Yep. And there's a little tiny hole in it that was sucking air. You guys did another great 1983 special effect that worked yep. very well. Yes, it did. They were... Uh, everyone always asked, how'd they do that? How'd they make it stick? That must have hurt. I said, no, it's just frozen air, a little pipe there. And Look at how colorful you guys are. You all look like you've got good oh, tans. Freezing. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeks are red. Yeah. There was this nothing faked about the cold. Dog dare. I triple dog dare you. Hmm. Schwartz created a slight breach of etiquette by skipping the triple dare and going right for the throat. All right, all right. Come on, Well, go on, smartass, and do it. I'm going, I'm going. Flick's spine stiffened, his lips curled in a defiant sneer. There was no going back now. There it is. It gets stuck right on the suction cup, and there's a tiny little hole. Pulling it, yeah. That's just blowing it. It doesn't air. look like it at all, though. No, and the pole looks, and the pole looks good. come around just enough so you couldn't see it. there was a hole there. But it looks really good, especially when he, especially when he pulls back. Yeah, and he really pulls back, too. And Scott was very good here. Well, all these, all these kids are great. Yeah, they were. <laughs> the bell rang. What are you going to do? The bell rang. There's no arguing with that. You could be Leaving dead. Leave buddy behind. We'd have That's to. it. Has anyone seen Flick? Flick? Flick who? He was at recess, wasn't he? Ralphie, do you know where Flick is? There's so much unstated in the work. There's the whole dynamic between the teacher and... Obviously, but you guys have with this story for a long time. Yes. And Bob was so well prepared when he came in every morning, knew exactly what he wanted, and Gene was there, and they would discuss everything. And it he was, was there for the first two or three weeks. And then uh, after that, I little... managed for Gene to go home. <laughs> he, he was, uh, I loved him, but he was obsessive. He, he was there for the studio for a lot of the scenes in the house. Yep. And when Bob would go use the restroom or something, Gene would come running over and say, no, listen, you got to play it like this. <laughs> I wrote it, and Bob would come back in and say, get away from him. But I mean, it was, they were both so invested. You guys yeah. had really lived with this a long time. You'd worked sure. so hard. Oh, yeah. And it's the collaboration years. was great. Yeah, that I think when you finally got here, like a lot of great stories, mm -hmm. you really knew what you wanted to tell. Yeah. And Bob's take on Ralphie and on the world and on everything was just so right on. It was a really easy job to walk into and a fun job. And I had leeway to play, but you really knew what you wanted. Yeah. No, it was, and you had such a clear-cut vision for the story. And it comes remarkably from Shepard's work. I mean, it's, it's altered, of course. There inspirations from the actors and some from myself but uh, essentially the core of Shepard's work is here there are new real characters uh, 
all the characters exist in his work. Uh, the attitudes are... This satirical tone is very unusual for children's films. It's not really a children's film. It's um, Shepard's actually very much an intellectual perception. There's a whole unstated life between the teacher and the three baddies. You guys are obviously her challenge. He has refused to say who. But those who did it know their blame. And I'm sure that the guilt you feel is... I was always amazed at what got laughs. Just that little look you gave around like me. Mm -hmm. Definitely wasn't me. I was a, that was an easy look to give. I've given that look a lot in life. I saw it, uh, oddly enough, painfully enough for me, uh, Christmas Story did not play in theaters during Christmas. It came up. When did it oh, leave? It was originally around not, Thanksgiving or something? It opened the week before Thanksgiving. It doubled its business over Thanksgiving. Then there were the two slowest weeks of the year. But they waited so late that they had no uh, theaters. We did not we did not play during the two weeks of Christmas except in about 100 theaters mm -hmm. in the United States. And that, of course, was a critical movie would have actually done quite well in its initial release. It almost recouped and released, but didn't quite... The video made it. Uh, it's almost a blessing in the way because it gave people who didn't have a chance to see it, yeah. you know, the opportunity. It's now a couple of years, years later, to find but, it. yeah, it was about when things started. Eighty-six going. or so, when v, when VHS has started to catch on, that it it took off and it went crazy. It's, as M, Alan Ladd told me, uh, he said, "Bob, you don't think we're making a sequel because we lost money on this movie? Mm -hmm. do you? We did the nineteen ninety-three, the uh, right. My Summer Story." the sequel which then the, the title changed right uh, it was it began as it, it it was my summer story they changed it to uh, it, it runs, runs in the family which I see you know, Michael Douglas has done a movie called it runs in the family yeah but they changed it back to my summer story but I saw it on star the other night and it was it runs in the family again <laughs> Here's Zach. He went on to star with Titus and Titus. He's uh, doing really well, yeah. He's, he was a great guy. And the young boy who played him in the sequel also is doing very well. He was in the... Um, the uh, Which one? The, Apple Yano? Pie. Yano? Uh, uh, not Yano. Uh, another boy altogether, 10 years later, played Scott Farkas. And we had a new Oh, villain. right, right, right. In, uh, and that in lad also has gone on. There's Yano. I never heard of Yano again. I wonder how much Gene was tortured as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he must have been the it's boy. It's just pretty meaningful stuff in the movie. We were rehearsing at my house in, um, in um, New Bedford, and we found Ian the last, like, day before we started. I didn't find him after really? all those months. That's correct. A bully, a toady, or one of the nameless rabble of victims. All right. Who's next?
jungles of Kidden, the mind switches gears rapidly. Weeks ago, I had sent away from my little orphan Annie's secret society decoder pin. Oh, skunked again. It was interesting. Twice this has happened. I was at a restaurant in, uh, in uh, New Hampshire uh, with my family over Christmas, and we were listening, and we, what, what's this we're hearing? We all got silent in the booth, about two booths on the cross on the other side from us. It were Christmas story lines, obviously. I got up and I looked, and there was a mother, a father, a boy your age, and a boy Ian's age, and they were doing the whole movie. And the, I called the waitress over and said, oh, yeah, the, the uh, Kirsons are here every Christmas. This is a ritual of theirs to come. And they sit and have dinner and play out the entire movie, word, play every wow. part, every part. I guess they really watched that and 24 that, hours straight and that, all those lines. And that was before that. That was This is like wow. 10 years. And that happened also again in a restaurant in Santa Monica. Again, a family playing the whole movie. I had enough di- difficulty with some of the monologues. Yeah. <laughs> These dogs were... Uh, the dogs were real. Yeah. They were a little scary at They times. were a challenge. Those guys. They were. I made your prize. I made your prize. I won. I won. I won. Look at that. I get a lot of people though coming up and saying uh, that was me, that was my life, that was my that was my family. Yes, yep, absolutely. And people relate to the experience, even if it wasn't a gun, if it was something. They just relate, I think, to the sort of timeless theme of desiring something and the real family life and the obstacles you face in trying to get it. And I had a stewardess come up to me recently and say, "You look like the kid in this uh, this great Christmas movie." I said, "Oh yeah." You know, you sort of sound pompous when you're like, well, actually, it's me. Mm-hmm. And she said, but it couldn't have been you because the movie was made in the 1940s. And I said, oh, okay. Ah. So you really sold them on the period, I guess. Do you know for a guy who tear a hot bun a bowling alley? How are they going to deliver a bowling alley here tonight? Well, they could send the deed, for Christ's sake. I mean, I didn't expect they were going to send an old damn bowling alley. Yeah. It was really for the times. Uh, some people, someone wrote an article, some reviewer, elitist sort of type from a magazine that this was the first dysfunctional, truly dysfunctional family uh, since started. I don't think that's quite true. There were others, but this was more dysfunctional than, than most. Oh, Randy, don't play with your food. Eat it. Oh, Starving people would be happy to have that. Can I have some more red cabbage? Wasn't Ian's mom helpful in this too? She when she made him laugh. Yes, she yes, was yeah. off. Yep. What was he into? <laughs> like he was into farts, and she was making fart sounds off camera to make him laugh. He's a great laugher. Yeah, and then he just lost it. Fifteen years. Meatloaf, meatloaf, double beatloaf. I hate meatloaf. These are such simple things when you think about it. I mean, what's going on here? There's just a little palaver around the dinner table. There's nothing, uh, just a sketch of America, but they caught it. That's right. Oik, oik. Now, show me how the piggies eat. This is your trough. Show me how the piggies eat. You good boy. Show me how He loved this. (laughs) He loved doing it. Yeah. Everyone's reaction was pretty, pretty genuine. Yep, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I 
Darren was so great. I had never worked with someone who knew so much about everything. I mean, any question on the set, Darren had faced it. He had been through it. He was such a such a pro and didn't, didn't have to tell you that he was. Absolutely. He just was so confident and just knew absolutely everything. And he knew full well there had been about four or five other actors projected. He came, I met him off the plane. He said, who was a... Who's the person had enough sense to put me in this part? And I was able to say me because I was asking for him from the first over some of the bigger name actors they wanted. This is, I think, my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he can't read. It's, uh, for... <laughs> this makes me laugh. You know that they're selling these now on the internet? Yeah, I've heard. I don't know if you've seen the lamp. Oh, the lamps. Yeah. Oh, it's a big business. Yeah, you can if you go to any search engine, type in like leg lamp Christmas story. It comes up. It's not cheap. No. Oh no, it's a big business. <laughs> it's a big lamp. Yep. Yeah. This end up that always got to laugh. Fragile. That's my favorite line. Yeah, I came up with that on. Uh, Did you? On the spot. Yeah. Nicely done, bro. <laughs> Bragging here. I I contributed. Okay. So little. It's all from Shepard's work. His end up. People catch those things. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, we did it for that effect. And that's another interesting case of the double set thing. The little piece looking out the door. That's right. Is in Cleveland. And then coming back in the in the whole part. And actually, Bob's cameo is coming up. Yep. yep. Bob, but you, do you do you still appear in every film that that you do? No. No, I, I stopped. Yeah, I hadn't really done it up till um, even up to here. I had not been in every film. I was I wasn't in Murder by Decree. I don't think no. I wasn't going to get on with Christopher Plummer, James Mason, Donald Sutherland, Sir John Gielgud. I said nope, no. I, among a half a dozen other great English actors, thought Zaza and Zatreus' score was also inspired. <laughs> yeah, you can now get get one of these online for yourself. Yep. It was pretty nice, actually. <laughs> yeah. It was quite well done. It, <laughs> My mother was trying to insinuate herself between us and the statue. Holy smoke, would you? Do you know what this is? This is a lamp. It was indeed a lamp. It was indeed a lamp. What was this from? Was this all Gene? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, hold it. Hold it. Here, come on. The old man's eyes. This whole thing is one vignette from one story ending with her breaking the lamp. Is the lamp based on anything? Nothing that I know of. I think he... Such Something there were leg lamps, yeah. They did exist. Plugs were my invention. I remember this very well. <laughs> this is like my dad. Yeah. Those are the touches like that so many people yeah, relate to because that's, that's their life. I grew up, my early childhood was in Birmingham, Alabama, which is very much like Indiana, where Shepard grew up, as a matter of fact. Both coal towns, steel towns. I know you couldn't have expected the success of the movie, but 
after it had come out in the initial run, were you disappointed, or were you still always hopeful that it would be dis- it would be discovered and it would eventually find its way? I uh, was disappointed only because we had a hit. We had only to play. We had three weekends of Christmas that year. Sometimes you have only two, so we would have done six, seven million dollars each one of those. We would have been a. It grossed about eighteen million at the box office. It would have ended up doing forty-five. Something like that, which in 1983 would be a hugely successful movie, for especially for a movie that. Uh, but even cost even even 18 for a four million dollar movie is a hit. Forgetting to play only uh, four weeks and sure. two of those weeks being the weakest weeks of the year, yeah. It was sad, but to get the call the day the weekend the Christmas holiday started was pretty shocking. Uh, Bob, we're not playing what a Christmas there he story, is. yeah. That's Bob Clark. That's the fat guy. <laughs> Walking into the scene. My, my name is Swede. Character that Bob created. Shucks, I wouldn't know, Dad. It looks like a lamb. <laughs> a lot of people caught the fact that the guy was named Swede and had a southern accent. and It's been on the websites a lot. Has it's it mentioned. The entire neighborhood was turned on. Oh, you should see what it looks like from out here. Narration had virtually disappeared from movies about the time uh, when Christmas Story came out. I think there'd been one. I can't remember what it was right now. Then a flood of them came. Did you like the uh, Wonder Years? Uh, Wonder Years is a bitter story. They uh, they first auditioned Shepard to do that. I introduced him to Spielberg. Stephen was a big fan of Christmas Story, and he wanted to meet Shepard. Mm-hmm. So he had lunch with him and with his wife. And he called me and he said, Bob, uh, how'd you get along with this guy? <laughs> I said, I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, Stephen, but Gene and I were together on this venture for 10 years before, you know. Mm-hmm. So we had a rapport. But uh, yes, he's a... Uh, he was an eccentric guy. Yeah, he, he's he invasive. Was. He's not nasty. Just, uh, I think... Uh, I always just sensed that he really cared about it. And now uh, oh, it yeah. was difficult for you because he was there on the set vocalizing his thoughts, but I was sort of charmed by it because I knew he just really, really yeah. wanted this film to be great, and it was his words. It wasn't what he did on the set. It's the pulling aside, and the. Uh, I, I had to have him <laughs> go home for a while. <laughs> This was impossible. This we invented. This is not uh, literally in the uh, stories. These were these were fun to play. Yeah, because you got to sort of overact in contrast to really mm-hmm. your direction of playing everything down. And everything is played very, very real, except for these chances that you get to right. get a little bit bigger. You're in your fantasy mind. Isn't it? But it really separates the two. The theme I've been waiting for all my life. Listen to this sentence. A red rider BB gun with a compass in the stock and this thing which tells time. <gasps> Poetry. Sheer the 
these scenes were cut, so they actually, the negative was probably cut, which I took them out at the last minute. How many days shooting was it? Do you remember total? Um, I think we had like 40, 48 days. We, we weren't pressed for, I made, even on we that small enough, budget, yeah. I made sure we had the time. It was a pretty tight schedule. Everybody was, well, because the restrictions for you, your ages and that certainly cut down and you dominate the film. There's not a tremendous amount of adult footage to make time up on. It's usually with the kids, so... Mm-hmm. So our hours were restricted. to make another brilliant maneuver in the legendary Battle of the Lamp. The epic struggle which followed oh, lives in the folklore of Cleveland Street to this very day. Don't want to waste electricity. Don't want to waste electricity. Come on, Ralphie, get in the car. Underneath this is a, is a guiding spirit, and there is heart, there is feeling. Mother, she's struggling to survive the old man's eccentricities. We, um, this was the, those were the real Toronto trolleys, which were great. Yeah, I think even though the family appears a little bit abrasive almost in the film, or the parents seem distant, mm-hmm. um, I'd have never gotten a lot of comments from people to that. No. I mean, I can sort of observe it sitting here looking at it, and the dad does seem gruff, but you know what? It's real. Yeah. And I, I think the sort of Brady aspect of families is not real. Yeah, in the end, the old man comes through, doesn't he? He, he, is, he, he does get to be the air rifle. He does actually manage to be there when it counts. He has this self-absorption that uh, is true of great many men around the world, not just Americans. He has such a facade of what I like was his discipline is so... His heart's not in. He's not a disciplinarian. I, mm-hmm. you know, he he talks the game, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't walk it. And being he leaves that fiercely, up to mom. Yeah, who was pretty much a pushover. Yeah, <laughs> you get some soap in your mouth. But that's sort of the way it was exactly. in my house as well. Fiercely anti. Uh, I didn't want to get punished by dad. If, yeah. As long as I got mom, I knew I could deal with it. Yeah, talk my way. I could start a couple tears. Right. <laughs> Ease off a little. I was fiercely. Uh, Authoritarian as I, anti-authoritarian as I am, I, uh, I kind of like his approach to authority. He doesn't really want to have to deal with it. No, but he is—he is there for the kids. Oh yeah, he is. He's um, just like even here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, he's that, offering the chance to. Come everything you notice about the old man, he, his spirit—he's a fighter. I mean, the old man doesn't quit, and that's what I think people respond well, they, to in the American character is that nature. Hey, he ain't going to give up. They're not going to beat him. Do you want to talk a little bit about the time period and where? Because it's never really, I mean, it's Midwest, and I guess it's just post-depression. Is that right? Within a couple years? 
I, I said it in my mind is basically as close to World War II. Like 1940 is my idea mm-hmm. of when it is. That's when the cars are set for. We have a couple of older cars because we, we could get them. But it's amorphously late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. It's in, in Indiana comes up the most. Oh, yeah. It, it's clear to Indiana. Everyone knows Shepherds. Uh, mm-hmm. That is the... Uh, Although it's never really specified in the film. No. But it's in. It's from the, the name of the places from the, the right. books and his stories. No, oh, not that way. Not that way. Go on. Come on, Rat Trap. Pull it like this, eh? Hey? Oh, like this. Here, I, I want to put the nuts in it. Okay. There, there we are. Nice for it. And we got it. You guys had me do this both ways, <laughs> saying both fudge and... Did we really? Uh-huh. I, that was pretty bold of me. I don't know what Well, I'm not saying. that it was going to go in, but I think to read in oh, slow motion so you could cut out at the, oh, last, right, at the last moment. That's right. Yeah, here it is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you could have said either <laughs> yeah, one. That's right. It's funny. He was very bold for a time, but it was not... Didn't bother anybody. And you cut away just before the K came. I was so surprised that there was not uh, some oh, outrage at this, and there was virtually none. And I say, son of a bitch, too. Yeah, oh, that gets a huge laugh. Yeah. That I knew we got away with, okay? But just the usual mother you'd expect, they almost none of them didn't happen. You get a lot of license with this movie. Yeah, because I think they recognize that this is the way it is. What surely awaited me. Everything go all right? I used to get. I used to get that a lot. <laughs> yep. Did you really? Yeah. I actually, happened. That was it. Was my mom's way of doing it. That was a big bar of wax, though. Yeah. <laughs> which was which was nice to chew on. After dinner flavor, heady, but with just a touch of mellow smoothness. Life boy, on the other hand. <laughs> you ready to tell me? All right. Where did you hear that word? I think a great many people relate to the Life Boy experience, and I think Life Boy was the worst soap. I, I, I never was soaped up as you said you were, Peter. I was soaped up a lot. But we copied this uh, piece of Life Boy very carefully here. This is the authentic, it's a replication, but we couldn't find the actual product. But, but you found a lot of the products, a lot of the boxes and frames. Oh, things. yeah, almost everything. Is the toys, a, which we talked about earlier. The phones. We were meticulous in recreating. Which is pretty the, amazing on a, small, like on a small budget movie. Yeah. They're like characters. And I like the fact that we are getting it across that this word was around in 1940. We have this idea of this idealistic sort of puritanical mm-hmm. we, we never were that was a 12 year old boys were, were saying it back then too Porky's was also saying the same thing that was the 50s it was right. the same in the 30s for Porky's as well as it was funny a reviewer I forget who it was a very famous LA reviewer 
pointed out, say, you know, Porky's, the Christmas story, everybody makes such a deal of how different it is. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, these these kids are the same kids. These little boys it's here just grown up. are clearly going to grow up to be the boys in Porky's. <laughs> right. They're the same guys. This so I want you getting right into bed, and I don't want to see any lights on. You are being punished, so no comic book reading. I'm going to come in there, and if there are any lights on, don't you give me that look. You're going to get it. Three blocks away, Schwartz was getting his. There has never been a kid. A lot of the tears were were real. Um, pretty much all of them were. I, I I remember taking a couple minutes, sort of stepping off and crying. Yeah. This was this was pretty difficult to do. Yeah, this was a little hot. There's you, tiny, tiny little pinpricks in the black. Oh, really? That was just enough to see a little bit. Because I was walking into my eyesight's horrible anyway. I was walking into furniture. Darren is Darren's so, so great funny in with that. Scene. Yeah, with yeah. that. Come on in, Ralph. That attitude, like he hadn't, hadn't seen him for 20 years. Big S for a hand out there. brought you to this lowly stage? Please tell us, no matter how it hurts, what did we do? No, I... Oh, please, please, Ralph, I must know what we did. What brought you to this? Please. You had talked about it before, Bob, but one of the fun things that, from our standpoint, that the studio was not involved was that, you know, in terms of script pages or what anyone wanted to try, we just had so much freedom. And you felt sort of like a, you, were in, you were inside of a bubble. Unlike some other studio pictures that I had done before this, which didn't go anywhere, you couldn't change a word. Well, I managed to get along. Somehow. Only I hadn't used Life Boy. Thanks, Mom. I told you not to use Life Boy. <laughs> there it is, yeah. Those are the kind of moments that we could create. No, we didn't have that. And you problem. had the freedom to do what you wanted to. Oh, yeah. No, this was. It was really nice. My film. I didn't have to. Same with score. The most, everyone working on the film are people who've been with me for all my films. Mm hmm. Reg Morris, the VP, had done all my films except one, I think. And, uh, and your Paul's editor. Yeah. And my editor, Stan Cole, and he's still with me, did yeah. my last film. Bob's very loyal. I, uh, the entire, all my key people, my assistant director, Kenny Gotch, they're still with me. 20, 20 years later. You don't use a, this, this same actors in a lot of stuff, though, do you? Yes, I do. do I repeated actors a lot. You know? Darren's been in five of my films. Interesting. Teddy was first in uh, Murder by Decree, so this is her second. Uh, and she was in the That's sequel right. to. Uh, she was in my summer story as well. She was. She was great. Yeah, she, she was, was a lot of fun. Sweet lady. Thank you very much. She looks. Period. <laughs> she looks yep. like she's from the time. Yeah. Even the fruit. Yeah, Ruben Freed, our art director, we had long sessions where we talked about just how intensely accurate we wanted to be with the slightest detail, even that backing, Mm -hmm. all these 
touch of that that bridge is from Cleveland. I got the chance to really show that. Uh, there's the street. Those neighbors let us put that snow down all night for 24 hours. We and you you, you brought in real real snow plows, right? Were snow plows from the scheme resort. And these people, we went to them and said, folks, we will be running, and they're loud. And they said, they were incredible. They said, no, we understand. But it was sort of uh, a party because a lot of the people would come out of their houses and they would watch. Up, up and, to 10 or 11, but around yeah. 2 or 3, it was less, <laughs> less it was, of a party. It was, really, it was really fun. 6 in the morning, it was, that's the only way you get the real sense. Of that's. But unlike shooting in certain places, they were really, really thrilled to have us. Yeah, absolutely. It was the neighborhood. The whole city but, was. Yep, it was... It was joyful. From closing off the downtown. They, they had, had films in Cleveland, but not a great many. And actually, a very cool city. I like Cleveland. It was much more sophisticated than I expected. That radio, we searched months to get that radio. It was surprising. I thought they'd be everywhere, but they weren't as easy to find as... And this decoder pin is real, too. Yep. That's Everything was. That's the actual... The actual decoder ring. Only members of any secret circle can decode any secret message. Remember, Annie is dependent. There was so many Annie decoder things like that. It was amazing how much that was a part of the culture of the times. Well, now it's sort of easy to find that stuff on e on eBay. But oh, yeah. back But back in '83, you just didn't have the chance. Yep. You guys searched high and low. Tonight, I could tell that tonight's message was really important. Three. 25, that's a message from Annie herself. Remember, don't tell anyone. Did you get the rights to Annie? This is a famous scene. I've had this brought to my attention many, many times. What, this scene here? Yeah, the uh, the payoff. Mm -hmm. But it works. It goes back to what we were talking about, that it, it, it walks that line and Awkward. nobody's really said anything about it. No, not a word. You, you also have the sense that this is a real life. These people—that's what happens. The little kids got to get into the into the John, and mom has got to get in. Wants, wants to put dinner on the table. I was getting closer now. The tension was terrible. What was it? The fate of the planet may hang in the balance. Almost there. My fingers flew. My mind was a steel trap. Every pore vibrated. It was almost clear. Yes, 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 yes. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? Son of a bitch. <laughs> That brings the house down. It's just amazing, the response to that. And like I say, nobody... And this was totally unintentional, this cut was from, the, from the pot to the pot. I didn't... It was a transitional time cut, but I wasn't trying to make that point, you know. He pulls up the pot right. to go to the pot, and then we pull up the pot on the cabbage. That works. I took credit, yeah. I, I, I pretended it was brilliantly thought out. <laughs> All planned out. You were meticulously... 
prep though. I remember you 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 work on the cards on the index cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you'd have it, and you could walk us through in the morning everything that was going to be shot and where the cameras were. And if there were seventeen shots for the day, there'd be seventeen index cards. That's and right. Graphics showing where exactly where it was, and it really marvelous set. Everything you see there is meticulously captured to. It made it easy to believe you're in the time period, too. Not that there's that much more you have to do as an actor, but it was an easy world I to felt it play important. in. Yeah, I yeah. felt it was important. You could <laughs> wonder what that smoke did for us. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was watering. So this is the finale of what was a short story in Shepard, this one little vignette woven into a movie with mm-hmm. about 10 or 12 such vignettes. And again, the only through line in the movie is your quest for the BB rifle. Nothing, right. No other grand idea. It's a, almost a... And the quest for the BB rifle was... Part of the story. That was a story, too. That was its its own single story, though, yes, right? Yes, right. That story was its own single story. And there's about a dozen of them that are used? Uh dozen stories. Short yeah. stories. It'll be yeah. about eight or ten, I think. Mm-hmm. Plus things I took from Shepard's college tours that, mm-hmm. um, that are not written, that he never wrote them. He just told the stories. I don't believe the tongue, for instance. I don't think it's written. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Tongue to the light pole is part of his act. He's so good here. Stammering as he tried to come up with a real crusher. All he got out was, Not a finger! It's interesting about this, some other people have noticed, that the sexuality of this. The old man is bringing in, this is pornography in effect, mm-hmm. and he's bringing in the real sexual world into mom's family world, and there's that dichotomy that's always existed in human culture, and this is inappropriate. And uh, it's clearly an unspoken part of that battle which went on in the Midwest in the 30s and 40s, just like it uh, does today. And the, and the kids trying to get their had, their hands on Dad's porno as well. Yep. <laughs> Literally in this movie. Yep. I grabbed a couple of my Dad's Playboys. Later that night, alone, in the backyard, he buried it next to the garage. Now, I could never be sure, but I thought that I heard the sound of taps being played. Gently. Christmas snow, what? Right. A rose that squirts. People come to smell it, squirts them. I'm getting my old man a flight gun. Oh. You know what it is to do a tracking shot like this. Uh, when you're on a tight budget and tight schedule, and you, but you've got to have that, that steady cam. No, that was steady. all pre-steady cam, right? Yep. There was no. Well, no, actually, steady cam. <clears throat> just not on this budget. It just not on this budget, right? It was a track and. It never felt that small, though, for us. I mean, it always no, felt like we, we had we time, had the, we, we had, had days. We had the time. I made sure that everyone was committed to the idea, and we did, no one was getting an enormous amount of money. It was Except a, for you. It was a work of love. Even right. I was getting a fairly <laughs> modest amount. All right, class, I have your Christmas themes for you. I'm pleased. In general, you did very well. However, I was disappointed in the birds. The reality of 
Life with the bullies. <laughs> C plus, what a great symbol. <laughs> the perfect symbol of mediocrity. You made it, you're not a failure, but C plus. Oh no. You shoot your eye out? My mother must have gotten the Miss Shields. There could be no other explanation. You'll shoot your eye out! You'll shoot your eye out! <laughs> Was there no end to this conspiracy of irrational prejudice against Red Rider and his peacemaker? <laughs> so Gene wrote first, you'll shoot, you'll shoot your eye out. One time in the I think only story, once, and then it became twice. expanded throughout. Yeah, then I made everyone say it. I wonder if that was a popular phrase back then, or if 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 he had heard that. Um, it was definitely popular. I mean, it was. Now here we are in Toronto. Right. This was wonderful painful. stuff. Finding, you know, finding this was all real. Great neighborhoods, and you had totally compatible someone. with Indiana. Just heaving these things at me. I know. We I don't were, know who we it was. The tears got pretty real. Listen it, to this. <laughs> There's nothing fake about that. We whacked you pretty good. We did. Yeah. And it took me a couple of times to walk into frame perfectly. Right. There you go. Those are all pretty real right there. Yep. Zach is so good. What a, what a great bully. They were great together. Yes, they were. I was very blessed. Yano, I found also at the last minute. So I love details like the trolley there way in the background. I went to some trouble to move it in every shot. There it is again. He had a tough time with those braces, too. And no, you worked is, him over pretty no, I good. Think this, I haven't seen this in a while, but I think I say Crad and Rats thinking out Pop and Snogger. And. Let me see if I do. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you say it. Seem to do. Yep. All in real snow. There's a young lady, I think it's that one right there on when I did the sequel to um, Baby Geniuses in Toronto last year. She, her little boy is one of the uh, little, is one the, the one and a half year old babies. And she was in that scene. And she came up to me to say that she, we had found her son. Yeah. Here's all this stuff that we her right there. <laughs> she remembered all this, had grown up with it, lived with it, and couldn't believe now her little boy, 20 years later. Heard of people under extreme duress speaking in strange tongues. I became conscious that a steady torrent of obscenities and swearing of all kinds was. It took days to learn that. She had to pull you off, too. Yeah. I wasn't giving up on him. So, you know, here are the kind of moments that the mother does care here. I mean, clearly there's heart here. And this happens with both the father and the mother enough during the film to obviate the other kind of distant feeling mm -hmm. you get from them. They're not, uh, 
They're struggling to survive, but they're pretty good parents. He had it coming. That's right. Can only be the tough guy for so long. Settle down. Huh? I want you to go in there and lie down in your room for a while. We got along surprisingly well. I mean, it, we were young guys, and so every now and then you'd have a tiff or wrestle around or something. Yeah, I was but, never, uh, never aware of it. There was, there was, there was really never, a, there was really never a problem. Now go lie down. Zach was a lot older than us, and yeah. although he might have been our age and just bigger, I was 12 and turned 13 during this playing Zach nine. Zach was only 14. Yeah, yeah and I think Scotty was even a couple years older, so we yeah. were all playing young and looked and looked really young. Ian was right around the right age, I think. Scotty had already starred in a film that he one, had done. Yeah, the the, the, the toy Richard with, Pryor, with yeah. uh, Jackie Gleason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we were all a little bit older. This is just a moment that occurred to me <laughs> to put him under here. <laughs> But again, it makes your point of the love that yeah, exactly. she occasionally shows. Yeah, there's much more affection here than. Daddy's gonna kill Ralph. <laughs> Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. He's not. Yes, he is too. No, he's not. I promise you, Daddy is not going to kill Ralphie. <laughs> Why don't you come on out of there? Huh? Would you like some milk? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> go. All right. I'll see you later. There's some of the old props in there wedged in with him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good eye there. There's that box that's above the sink. Gosh, I really do cry a lot in this movie. Yep. There's our dogs. Sometimes they would go where we needed them to go. When I came to do the sequel, MGM really wanted a dog, and I had great reluctance. I had kids, you know, come on, but we ended up with a, the uh, terrier, and he was fabulous. Much better. The beagles are classically kind of dull, slow-witted dogs. They're not beloved by trainers, but uh, the little... This is a moment we can all all relate to. Yep. Sitting down with Dad after something went on. Yeah, I wasn't going to be killed after all. You left these on the radio again. Now try not to do that anymore. Uh, so what else happened today? Oh, nothing much. Uh, Ralphie had a fight. A fight? What kind of a fight? He knows if he wants to think about it, but get, watch his look. He's taking it in. Yeah, this is bull. But I don't want to bother with it. She's got it under control. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> boys will be boys. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I slowly began to realize I was not about to be destroyed. The Chicago Bears. <laughs> Terror of the Midway. From then on, things were different between me and my mother. 
More like Chicago chipmunks, maybe, but bears, never. Strange. Even something as monumental as the Scott Farkas affair, as it came to be known, was pushed out of my mind as I struggled for a way out of the impenetrable BB gun web in which my mother had me trapped. Santa! Yeah, uh, Santa! Of course, Santa! The big man, the head honcho, the connection. <laughs> my mother had slipped up this time. Here we are. Here's downtown, the people of Cleveland, the, we had everything we needed. It's tough to control that much of a town. You try that in L.A., you'll get it, but... Uh, and on a small budget, too. I mean, it, this, these are pretty big-looking scenes to have all these extras. And you aren't kidding. And the parade is that's, pretty substantial. That's right. We went in with Disney characters before we even got the right to do it. Fortunately, they were very <laughs> they were very sweet to us. They, we showed it to them. We would have had to cut it. And they said, nah. It, they realized it was good promotion for them, too. And we're using it not to, you know, we're using it in a way... That it is used. These characters are used are without permission right. in this parade. So, they, and we we shot here, I think, just after Christmas. So the downtown had been set up a little bit for Christmas, right? And they left all this stuff up. They left some of it. Yeah, not not too much of it actually. The department store we had to do mm-hmm. all of that. Mom, hush! Shut up, Ralphie. <laughs> The city went to extremely. That's a lot of area to light. You can see what's, you know, what Reg Morris is lighting. This is not small. This is not a little movie, in other words. No, it's this not, is, and it doesn't really feel like it. To make 19 Cleveland in 1983 look like Cleveland 1940 is, um, fortunately, a whole rank of buildings had been taken down, which opened the city uh, center up a great deal. There's one row of buildings missing where the statue is in the middle there mm-hmm. that was a great break for us because a lot of us those great vistas and we, of course we built this um, this was a blast for us <laughs> yeah. you couldn't keep us off this thing during yeah. lunch and yeah. the breaks and everything it was for real we invented every way to get down that slide and Ian really didn't want to go no no he's he genuinely <laughs> was afraid of it. Yeah, and when he and we finally sent him down, those tears were real. He was a little freaked out. The by tears it. were, the near tears were real. He's so great at sitting there with his mouth open. The other kids are looking at him. And here comes Shepard. Yep, in his cameo. This is Gene Shepard and his wife Lee. Right there, that's Mr. Shepard, the man who created all this and I don't think most people caught the fact that that voice was the same it was the same voice of course we couldn't close down Higby so we had to uh, shoot after hours so again this was a now, this kid was interesting. Yeah. I, Where did we find him? We just sort of made I this just, up, didn't we? I invented we? him, yeah. yeah. I just saw him doing this, so I, I, I worked on with him and I, He was really, like, wearing, I mean, he He's was, weird. <laughs> yeah, he was an interesting guy. Yeah. And I don't know how much you told me about it. I think he just let us go because I was pretty freaked out by the kid. Yes, you were. <laughs> they just told him, just keep him. <laughs> He's doing you just thing. don't know what to do. Just get rid of him. <laughs> exactly. 
local extra here, and she did them. I read her over in a corner. I wanted to do more with this, and she was terrific. <laughs> Thinking. He really did. <laughs> Shades of the old man coming out there. Right. Jeff Gillen, Jeff who I grew up with in Florida when I started my career, my first film, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Was that was that your first film? Yep. And it was not actually not my first film. My first two never got, actually, I don't talk about them. <laughs> my first film, we did it for $40,000. I had some control. People love these two crazed elves. Oh, I hate <laughs> that came to me on the spur of the moment. Merry Christmas. Nine o'clock. Great Scott, the store is going to close. Santa can't wait all night. How many days were we here? Do you remember? In the yeah. pharmacy, I think only two. We we had to get in and out of there. We have fun. That's a. Uh, I think he was pretty upset by the slide too. It was pretty big when, yeah, you, were, oh, when you were that small. It, it, was it doesn't a ride. look as big, but it was a. <laughs> Ian really didn't like this. <laughs> the balls <laughs> fell off. That didn't <laughs> help either. <laughs> I always love this reaction. And this is a it real was the first moment. time he ever went down. Yeah, yeah he I didn't made want sure to do he it. didn't. I didn't make sure make you're rolling. <laughs> He's upset. He definitely was bothered. I didn't make him rehearse it or anything because he didn't want to do it. He's got a great face. Yeah. To... Were, were these just locals? Yep. They're great. Sadistic, yeah, possessed world, especially Santa on yeah. Santa on Christmas Eve, his last sprint. Christmas, little boy. My mind had gone blank. Frantically, I tried to remember what it was I wanted. I was blowing it, blowing it. Come on, kid. How about a nice uh, football? 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 What's a football? With unconscious will, my voice squeaked out. Football. Okay, get him out of here. A now, this was a redo, right? We came back and redid yeah, this. we did. This close-up. Yeah, it didn't work. So we yeah, because you can see it's pretty tight, and you, you blur was... out the background, this one coming up. Right. And I had a hard time, this one right here. Yep. There's no people in the background. Don't mm -hmm. notice it. But it. But it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. And we're here. The wonderful Wizard of Oz. There they are. I'll see you in a while. We're in an MGM film, so we're okay with The Wizard of Oz. We could. Uh, Feeling pretty safe about doing it. We could it. do that one. Yeah, we yeah. had automatic permission. Did you see Santa Claus? Yeah. Did you tell him what you wanted for Christmas? And here's the old man at his... Uh, I think Ian's still bothered. Yeah. <laughs> so Ralph never gives up. That's the spirit. 
Yeah, she hadn't actually hadn't written to Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, down you go. Bye bye, Chris. Merry Christmas. <laughs> We're actually in this, we're off the top of the set, but I think I had to use it, but you couldn't tell it was so dark. We TV cut off, cuts it off here. I'm not colorblind. I'm not colorblind either. Hey, see, I told you it was green. Don't anybody move. Hold it right there. A fuse is out. The uh, fuses mm-hmm. were from your life? Yeah. I, yep. I remember my dad putting yep. too many things into the outlets as well. Yeah, some of them were amazing. Common. They would put a fuse, you know, an extension inside an extension with an extension. Isn't that pretty? So <laughs> good. And now that star is crooked. That star is perfectly straight. Hey, it's perfect. uh, no, it's all right. Uh, oh, I am, I am. It's, it's, uh, come on, let's set up the other thing. Just let me get it fixed. That's all right. Yes. Yeah. Hey, perfect. Here, now this is one of the very few times in the film that you've used score. Um to actually create a moment. It's been so subtle and it's always been source, but it really, really works here. Thank you. That was very much a part of the scheme. We wanted as much source music. That's The radio was our life. It just literally filled my mother's life was the radio. And so much of the music you hear, we got Bing Crosby. We got some incredible people and singing in this uh, mm-hmm. movie. And the score itself is based largely on classical or like these little things are little vignettes of music, but uh, Paul Zaza and Carl Zacher, Carl had done my music and all my film up to this. After this, Zaza took over, and for the next 20 years, he's done all 12 of my films since then. It's so subtle. you got to tell us how, how this was done. Yep. This was put in overnight as well. Uh, Again, it's the same thing, the set and and the location. That's the set in, yep. in Toronto. Swapping out, right. And then, then that's over your shoulder in right. Cleveland. But this is, how did you do all this? Just water. It was a freezing night, so we just... Actually just created it. Created it. They just sprayed it. Until Which it, is amazing. Amazing we didn't kill all the trees, but... <laughs> They actually did measurements to they, they as had long a pretty, as you get the shot. They had a pretty good idea of what it would tolerate. It was really important to have that fantasy of Come on. Get up, now that's a little bit of the wall we built to take with Inside. us. To, yeah, uh, it's it, it looks seamless. It's a, you did a fine job, Bob. That's as classic a Christmas tree as I can remember from mm-hmm. my Christmases in the late forties when I was a little guy. Everything is, that's mine. Everything's his. More source music. Yep. That's mine. <laughs> there are some of the great old toys, too. Yeah. Is 
I think in times like that, you would give us leeway and say, just run under the tree and yeah, and then say you play certain it's all things. yours, and you start looking for your gift and right. just sort of play off each other. Yes, let them wing it a little bit. Just give them focus. I had Ian say because he just keeps saying everything's yours. And just have me going in search, and then hopefully a moment would come. Right, and it did. You know, Ralphie, you play Santa this time. Well, who should I start with? Well, give Randy a present. And um, and I think I see Aunt Clara's gift to you right over there. She always... And here's the old man's great moment coming. Come on, Ralphie, come on, come on, Ralphie. Got the classic metaphor for the terrible present. It's either got to be a tie or socks. So it was socks. This is a good, for the kids. good moment. Nothing needs to be said. Christmas had come, officially. We plunged into the cornucopia, quivering with desire and the ecstasy of unbridled avarice. Didn't I get a tie this year? It's a mouthful. That's Shepard. It is intellectual. That's, that's Shepard. But they no one had any trouble understanding it. We had a shot where he threw that into the, into tree, the tree and knocked right. it, parsed it over, but it just seemed too much, so I, I skipped it. This is pretty famous. Yep. I would say of all things people bring up when discussing the movie, this is definitely brought up. Yep. You know, I still have it. The suit? Yeah, I don't know if you if you guys had a bunch of versions, but you had uh, given me it. Huh. So I, it's... Uh, that's probably worth something. I wish I had all the automobiles. The original pink. And you gave me... I still have the gun, obviously, that you guys gave me. Wow. Biggest it's, mistake I, I ever made in my life is uh, the Pigmobile and Porky's, the big... Uh, Hudson pink that yeah. Porky's. I gave that away about two years after the movie. Someone told me it's worth about $150,000 today. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> no, you guys were kind. You you gave me a gun with the one with the compass and the stock, the sundial, and the plaque on it. Oh, great. Here's another little bit slightly body, slightly we're pushing. But the kids it. laugh at it even though they don't get it. Of course, because <laughs> it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like life. a cartoon joke. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I wonder what it could be. Only one way to find out, isn't there? Well, it's a blue ball. Oh, it's a bowling ball. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Thank you. Yes, very much. Very much. Ralphie, we're waiting. Oh, come on, Mom. Right now. You did a great job with this. Two bunny eyes. Yeah, that's Just classic. holding it, keeping them waiting. Classic Shepherd. <laughs> a lot of kids have been through the pain of this. <laughs> come down here so I can see you better. <laughs> I just hoped that Flick would never spot him, as the word of this humiliation could easily make life at Warren G. Harding School a veritable hell. <laughs> it just felt weird being in it. This 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 was a pretty easy scene to play. Great line for Darren. I, that one I cut. He looks like a deranged Easter Bunny. <laughs> he does not. He does too. He looks like a pink nightmare. Are you happy wearing that? Again, there's the humanity. The father is... He's being a good father here. That's for sure. Hang it up! My God, 
would you look at that mess? Mm. The Christmas coma that sets in. <laughs> Good luck. A couple hours after it. Last year. Well, you can do it again. Mm. Yeah, this wine's not bad. Well, it's not good either, but he wants it. Yeah. No, you don't. Oh. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, did you get everything you wanted? Mm, almost. <laughs> almost, huh? Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's life. Well, there's always next Christmas. Yeah. Hey. What a great actor the old man is. I suppose that's something I see over there. <laughs> The audience gets it right now. They're on to it. It's great because he's the only guy, really, that Ralphie doesn't reach out to to ask for it. Yep. He's saying that to his teacher, to his mom. His pals know it. That's and a good point. The one who gets it for him is the only one he really didn't ask. Mm-hmm. much this BB air rifle is in the center of the culture too. It's big today, obviously, uh, Jim, but it back then it was Now the compass and the stock and the sundial, is mm-hmm. that real? Because you guys had built this little sundial in. That's it's, hard to see on the stock, right? Was that It's real, I think you can see the little white dot. Uh, it depended on Shepard. I don't know whether we researched it or not. Mm-hmm. I, it probably was real. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure knowing knowing Gene. I don't think he would have taken license there. Care careful. They run all over. Close it up. Close it up. Look at Mom taking it in. He's the good guy she married after all. Oh, I still say those things are dangerous. Hold up. Put on your galoshes and your coat. It's cold out. I, I had one when I was eight years old. What if he hurts himself? Hey. Your coat! Don't shoot any animals or birds! Except the bumpers is dogs! Oh, Be careful, Ralphie! Now, it is well known throughout the Midwest that the old man is a turkey junkie. <laughs> a bona fide golly turkicanus freak. A few days before Christmas, his eyes would begin to gleam with a wild and ravenous light. Now, this sequence, this is, we came back and recreated this in Toronto. Which was freezing. Yep. And uh, this this is Cleveland. And then uh, all the tighter shots here, though, are recreated on the set. It's in Toronto. And the one shooting towards you, that's Cleveland. I remember how cold it was. And when we were in... Cleveland, we have a heater, and that's on the set, right? Yes, that's set. And then we had to rebuild the back porch. My eyes are right. The BB must have hit my glasses. My glasses? Oh, no, where are my glasses? That house that we used was just a shell. It was yeah. pretty empty. We had little mini heaters in there. Yep. <laughs> that didn't do much. I had on a pair of long johns under there, I think. 
pulverized. Those were my real glasses, too. Were they really? Yeah, I just had bought a bunch of them. <laughs> I was the tortoiseshell guy. For a moment, I thought, I'll fake it. They'll never know the lens is gone. <laughs> oh, no. Rapidly, my mind evolved a spectacular plot. Let's see, uh, uh, an icicle, yeah, falls off the garage and hits me in the eye. It would work. It had to work. Quickly, I whipped up some tears. Ralphie? the only time we break the the fourth wall here or is there one other no there's one other you you do it in your fantasy sequence in the fantasy that's right pulled it off but i left my gun outside yeah well when you get dressed you can go out get your gun okay hold that on there ah life is like that sometimes at the height of our revelries when our joy is at its zenith when all is most right with the world tearing the pirates <laughs> yeah that's great yeah that's another example of it it's getting those dogs to go by like that believe me <laughs> two of them really did go at it here yep right there yep that's pretty real I watch this one come in, to head for the door and come back and grab it. <laughs> Last one out the door, had it in his mouth. That's in Cleveland, and that's in Toronto in the studio. heavy in the house but it was gone all gone no turkey no turkey was the uh is the next scene in the book no that's my invention is it and look at the name of the place people don't a couple people have picked it up it's amazing the detail of bowling is the name of the uh, restaurant look and see what it really is though Bowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they converted a bowling alley. <laughs> made it. Drop the W. Drop the W and made it bowling. These guys were, were pretty good. They were wonderful, yeah. We had to stop real. and think of the political correctness of it. We talked it over with them, and they said, don't be silly. We 
just listen. No, we don't do the else. <laughs> we'll actually try. Yeah. <laughs> and the proof was there. And so we aren't laughing. It's nice to do it all in one shot, too. Melinda really couldn't stop laughing that day. I know. She was so taken with these guys. Yeah. She just could not stop. I mean, it's human. It's real. It's not deriding anybody. It's the only place that would be open on <laughs> Yep. That's it. I don't know if she if she was expecting this. No, she wasn't. And I didn't. They didn't expect this at all. I didn't tell him he was going to do it. <laughs> she just couldn't stop. <laughs> oh, yes, it's, it's a beautiful duck. Yes, it, it really is. It's uh, uh but you see. It, Just one. Yep. This is done. No one was in the room. He just let it all go. One take. I think yeah. I did another take for safety. Would live in our memories as the Christmas when we were introduced to Chinese turkey. <laughs> all was right with the world. Now we come to the gentle, sentimental moment that we've earned and can certainly get away with. Mm-hmm. That's real. Our snow. We never had any except uh, in Toronto that we got some snow at the school. On the exterior of the school, it was real? Yeah. Yeah. We, we had snow the night before. Hey, look at this. Ooh, is that beautiful? This is one of the few scenes without kids in it. Mm-hmm. If not the only one. The, the lamp thing, they had a little, yeah. their lamp moment. And that was about it. Merry a lot of notes about these two little touches. There's just the old man, the touch in the back and the arm. The... Notes how that they were too much? No, just they were just right. You know, mm-hmm. the... As we draw to the end of the film and you look back now, is there anything that you wish you had done differently within the making of the film? Not much. That's the truth of it. I mean, I, the performances feel rich and warm to me and it has the right tone. It's it's odd combination of reality and mm-hmm. spoof and uh, satire. It's almost hard to talk about because it just works. Yeah, you know, yeah. it just works, and people like it. Yeah, it, from and the nothing, beginning, it was critically pretty much ninety percent uh, jumped on. Nothing necessarily that we can say is going to make it had, better. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah works, I had done, you know? you know, very, I had done tribute with Jack Lemmon getting Academy Award nomination, murder by decree with these great elitist actors. So Porky's was supposed to be a sellout. I also spent 20 years preparing Porky's. wasn't a sellout. It was a meaningful film. Now it's become a classic. Mm-hmm. But this was me coming back to the director that they had all, but were still unwilling to forgive for a while. You don't know how these things are going to turn out and you do your best and we are blessed to be a part of this, which has had a lasting impact, and so it certainly ranks in a unique way, mm-hmm. certainly amongst things that I've ever done. Uh, it's it's just something that's really stood the test of time and is going to be around for a long time. There's no way it'll disappear unless there's a shock to the culture that we don't anticipate, because it, 
It pays for 24 hours um, all night Christmas. It kind of dominates Christmas for television. Well, Bob, thanks for uh, having me. This has been really, really fun. You're kidding? This is great. Fantastic. <laughs>